This week on the potty, we have Tim Cotton from the Hussies as he helps us peek under the sheets of the Hume Bay Hustlers. We talk about what lies ahead in the COVID-interrupted season, and Dave and I have a crack at naming our Form 15 so far. Enjoy. All right, welcome back to week eight of the 85's pod. This week we've got Smurf, obviously, again as co-host, and lucky enough to have fellow hustler Timmy Cotton. How are we, fellas? Tino Koroa, Hutchins Smurfer, how are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Good to be back again. Uh, probably not in the greatest of circumstances with the, the old lockdown, but uh, at least uh, at least we've got the potty to look forward to. This, this was not even on the table last time we uh, last time we chatted, Smurf. It was only a week ago, but obviously there'll probably be a few cliches thrown out in this podcast, but um, things can change very quickly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd, I recommend not doing lockdown with, with three out of three. Uh, yeah, she's good fun. I'll bear that in mind. So anyway, this this week we've also got Timmy on uh, from the Hustlers. He'll share a little bit of uh, background on his involvement with them soon. But um, we've obviously got a little bit of uh, bit of a change now with with COVID coming in and breaking things up. Probably fair to say a bit of a nightmare at uh, Auckland Rugby HQ. But hot off the press, we've got a couple of uh, potential options for how the how the competition may continue. Um, this this is all kind of pending. Uh, us going back to, to level two next week or on Thursday next week. But if that doesn't happen, then God knows what'll, what we'll do. But at this stage anyway, we've got a couple of options. So if we go back to level three next Thursday, then the first option is to treat Saturday the 29th as a kind of a preparation or warm-up day. And then we just go into the round um, as it stands, don't miss any games, and we finish on the finals on the 26th of September. Um, and the other option is uh, next Saturday, we just go straight into round eight. So obviously no practices. Uh, 29th of August could potentially just be a straight game, which, I mean, obviously everyone would be in the same boat, but fair to say, pretty good recipe for a few injuries. But well, we'll have to see what happens there. But that's that's currently how it stands. Obviously an evolving situation, um, as many people would say. So we always have to see. Yeah, I guess we've got a bit of luck on our side as far as there's, there's a bit of a gap there towards um, when the other season's grades finish. So a bit of breathing room, but hopefully we get it under control by next um, next Wednesday and get into level two. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, enough, enough about that. Out of our hands anyway, isn't it? But moving along, obviously we had uh, the, the Spates merch pack um, giveaway from last week, Smurf. Who'd you pull out of the hat for that one? Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of grubby people that have missing code for some ridiculous reasons a lot of dirty weekends all that sort of stuff but i think there was one that stood out um for me and that was um dylan giles from from packering a typons uh, so apparently the story goes that um he was pulled off after 20 minutes uh, during college rifles because the missus came and told the coaches that he was nursing a calf injury um so it sounded like he might have had spent a bit of time in the dog box earlier that morning and uh, it's really come <laughs> home to roost so um Sounds pretty brutal, but um, yeah, so we'll go Dylan Giles, so get in touch with us and get one of those sweet merch packs. Yeah, nice. It looks like they've been sent out as well, so they're not just they're not just a myth. There's actually, there actually are um, merch packs that have been sent out. There's a few happy punters out there already, so. Yeah, has there, has there been any word whether Theo Gow has been around to collect his from Farley's? Um, obviously, under the current restrictions, probably not, but... Um, I, I believe that fella has received his merch back. Like he sent me a photo of him in it the other day. So I don't know how many pieces of that kit he'll be giving away, but we'll see. I guess more importantly, we've got Timmy Cotton on tonight from the Hustlers, for those that don't know. Captain for a couple of years at least. 
Um, he can probably he can tell you on in and out of the captaincy. Yeah, he can probably fill you guys in a more uh, more kind of detail than than I can at this point. But um, we'll throw it over to Timmy just to give us a sort of a, a brief sort of rundown of his time with the Hustlers when he start when you started. Um, how long you've been involved? I guess a few highlights along the way, and we can take it from there. Yeah, so um, Smurfo is actually the uh, Hustlers historian here, so I'm sure he can fill in the blanks and uh, correct me if I'm wrong about any of this. But the um, yeah, the Hussies formed um, out of the Legends, who were based at at Varsity, and um, I think at the time Varsity had something like twenty odd eighty fives teams. So um, the uh, Legends were training in one of the Ingalls, which wasn't really uh, probably suffice for the brand of footy that the uh, Hussies are sort of known for now, which is getting it to width and uh, using uh, a bit of space. <laughs> so, yeah, made the move over to um, Ponsonby. I think Smurf and a couple of other godfathers of uh, Hustlers. Um, big, big Georgie Young and, and Tim Kerr. Yeah, yeah. They managed to uh, drag a swath of players over in 2013. Yeah, so whose who's idea was it Smurf? Was it, was it one of you guys' players or did Ponsonby approach you or how did that happen? No, it was uh, it was player driven. I mean, we were all living in Ponsby. Well, I wasn't, but everybody else was living in Ponsby anyway. I think initially it might have come from some conversations from Tim Kerr wanting to start his own rugby club, based it based initially at I think it was at Victoria Park, and had done done a lot of research of how he was going to get it off the ground. But um, after probably a few years of him forecasting how he was going to do it, I think we just decided to to give BG a, a call and, and go that way. So yeah, we sort of turned up to, to that meeting with a host of ideas. I mean, that's a little bit why, why it's the Hume Bay hustlers, not the, um, the, the Ponsonby hustlers is sort of uh, to keep Timmy's dream alive about having his own rugby club. Yeah, probably a little bit too much red tape, I imagine, to start your own rugby club. A little bit easier just to join another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think he was interested in all the pokey money, which is, is sort of dangerous territory. Yeah, yeah. Probably doesn't sound like the right man for the job. <laughs> so anyway, so when did, when did you get involved, Timmy? Yeah, so um, I was involved uh, in 2015. So the guys had already had a couple of uh, seasons under the belt and um, had already been labelled as the uh, soy latte drinkers of the comp with the uh, Home Bay title and then the hustlers part. I don't know where that came from, some sort of alliteration or something like that. Good use of alliteration. Um, so I joined in 2015. Uh, I got promoted from the under 20s, where I'd spent most of my time at fullback, and uh, was excited by the prospect of coming to 85s and um, getting to go back to the loose where I played most of my school rugby and um, got thrown straight into the second row, where uh, I've played pretty much all my 85s rugby um, since. Yeah, nice. Um, and you you kept in the side as well for a couple of years. Yeah, well, I don't know quite how that came about in 2016. I think a few of the um, oligarchs of of the hustlers uh, disappeared, and uh, I somehow got thrown into the captaincy at 22. So I was barking orders at guys who are probably 35, um, probably a lot more talented than I was as well. So <laughs> I don't know quite how I got got that position, but yeah. We, um, well, it might have been 2017 actually, and so yeah. we went on to win the comp that year after we'd had a few pretty tough years the year before. We lost in the final with um KP dotting down in the 83rd minute, I think. 
Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to harp on about that too much. But what was the the feeling after that loss? I mean, we we'd done it pretty tough the year before as well. We got pipped in the semi final against G Tech, and then that was sort of adding salt to the wound. That one, uh, we yeah. sort of thought we had it, and um, yeah, no, it still haunts me now. But um, made it to Redemption Island the following year, which um, um, we're pretty stoked on. And yeah. uh, continue to build after that. Must have been pretty satisfying, twenty seventeen to to get the W. Yeah, we had a strong team that year, and it was um, good to do it against the squids as well. Yeah, yeah, nice. Um, and so, and obviously, you you guys managed to to win the comp again last year as well. I mean, what's in terms of highlights? There's obviously two highlights, but I guess there's probably off field stuff as well. What 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 do you what do you sort of love about the hustlers? Yeah, I guess the, the Hussies' is, um, probably strength does come from its culture, I think, because we do have such a strong culture. There's always a, a huge squad, which in turn results in a, some pretty good performances. But um, what comes to mind, um, our end-of-year uh, awards dinner is always pretty entertaining. We have a... Um, a hustlers draft where sort of the guys on the team who can't find themselves a date get paired up with some uh, poor unsuspecting girl who doesn't quite know what she signed up for and uh that's always pretty entertaining i um was unlucky enough to uh, fall into that category last year and uh actually um theo gal wound up uh disappearing with my girl for some part of the evening so um he came as a special guest and uh all, 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 one, all one big family in the 85s. Um, I also know you guys have done a couple of, or you try and do a couple of trips away. I know you used to go to Port Jackson, was it? But I, I hear rumours that may have come to an abrupt end at some point. Yeah, well, those are uh, celebratory uh, trips away where we sort of take our palate with us and try and um, make as big of a dent into it as we can. Um, We've struggled in the past though, probably haven't done quite as well as some of the other teams in terms of getting the pallet done, but that's probably because half the team hasn't quite managed to get the leave passed, so uh, we're left about, <laughs> with about 50% of us to try and get the job done. Yeah, nice. I guess in Smurf, you're, you're obviously a pretty proud hustler as well. You, you might have a bit more um, intel as well, but apart from yourself, who else have sort of been the key people um, involved with the hustlers along the way over the years? So in the in the first uh, year that we sort of went there, we had a, a manager, Bryce, um, who's a quite organised guy and uh, did a great job for us. And Andy Bowman, been involved a, a large chunk of it, uh, as well as Georgie and Tim. Definitely, Michaela um, has been uh, a massive part of everything that uh, about the Hussies. She just loves admin and just yeah makes everything plain sailing. Yeah, she's she's a real pest on a Saturday. She turns she turns up at G Tech a few weeks ago and got um I think Kingy was still in bed, um and she was wanting to get into the changing rooms at sort of nine thirty or something like that. <laughs> something stupid. Yeah, she just loves it, and yeah, she just we do have a big squad, so organising forty blokes, you know, organising shoot uh, socks and shorts and all that sort of carry ons a um a big big thing and yeah so she's sort of the glue that keeps us all together um, we've been pretty lucky we've had some good coaches over the years as well big big teddy mclaren yeah he he certainly helped develop our structures and things like that so he's a big part of it and um yeah also a few guys that have been players that have become coaches as well with alex hastings and uh 
the big man, uh, Gio Polico, in charge this year. Very good. Is there, is there ever been a thought to having two teams with such a big squad? Or Yeah, we've tried it a couple of times. If, if you make it into the club rooms at, at Ponsby, you'll see the 85s Ewoks. Um, yeah, I remember them. Never quite got off yeah, the ground. Never quite got off the ground, but it was sort of the club's dream. But we'd always have about 40, 45 players. It'll be really close, but you sort of need 60 to, to do the second team. Uh, the Ewoks was uh, one of one of our blokes that really never got on the field and didn't really want to get on the field, but was at every training and looks like an Ewok, Simon Hamilton. <laughs> no name. No <laughs> Fair enough. Nah, nah, good barista. Oh, no, barrister, sorry. Barrister. <laughs> Maybe barrister as well, who knows? Yeah, yeah, um, it makes a hell of a soy latte. <laughs> um, what, about, what about in terms of personnel this year? You've obviously got some handy players on the field, but what, who, are the, who are the pests in the team to watch out for? Oh, pests in the team. The team's full of pests. Uh, uh, Alex Manning comes to mind. Smurfs up there as well. Probably in a different way to Alex Manning. But yeah, we've got a whole lot of good talent coming through as well. But yeah, who, who have you got in mind, Smurfer? Oh, definitely Jack Navin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, can't go past him either. He's yeah. been in trouble with the misses a fair bit this year, though. So he was missing for a good good part of pre-season. I think it was that, wasn't it, Smurf? Yeah, something along those lines. He's definitely up there in the pest stakes. Yeah. Put down, he puts He's down a lot of scrums. In awkward places, I think they uh, managed to put put a foot through a window at a party last year, trying to um, scrum. Um, but he hasn't earned the right to um, come into the Ford pack just yet. We're we're actually a little bit concerned this year because he had the big breakup at the end of last year with uh, with Hayden uh, Hayden Weaver, our fullback, uh, moved to Aussie. Yeah, didn't really know how he's going to bounce back, but yeah, he he's surviving off the field without his BFF. Very good. All right. Well. I guess in, in light of no rugby at the moment, we can't chat too much more code. But um, Smurf and myself thought we'd thought we'd uh, put together a couple of Form 15s based on who we've seen this season in the 85 grade. Mine is obviously mine doesn't include anyone I haven't seen play yet, so it won't include any uh, any GTEC or or hustlers. But uh, anything you want to preface your team with as well, Smurf? Yeah, no, so no 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 pack for me and no squiddies. Um, that wasn't too difficult. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, wait, do you want to kick things off, Smurf, and uh, let us know who you've got? And Tim, and Tim, you can offer expert comments because um, you obviously play, and we we just observe. So, yeah, you're probably better, better got more insight than us. Yeah. Um, so, certainly with the the Ford pack, I mean, I've, I've gone with props. I haven't done one and three because yeah, uh, as Hutch alluded to last year, fuck to find out what the difference between one and three is. The worst thing someone can come and tell me is that they can only play one side of the scrum. But anyway, um, I got with a bit of experience with two guys that played pretty well um, this year and sort of impressed me. So that's uh, Loza from, from Bonserby. He's made sort of made the switch from seven, but he's been doing all the things that he usually does at prop. I've gone with Loza and also Manasi when we played GTEC. He was just uh, a beast. He was around the field and set-piece stuff was just on point. Yeah, we just we definitely felt the impact of uh, that front row from GTEC when we played them, eh? They put us, put us back quite a few times. Yeah, no, they were they were meaty. Uh, a few special mentions, though. Um, probably, if he'd got the chip kick over our fullbacks here, it would have gone with Nathan from the Tunnifars. Snapper's playing some good footy out at um, Eden as well. Hooker-wise, again, some good hookers in the gr- grade. Casey's been playing really well for us. Uh, Nathan's been going 
uh, I think it's another Nathan that's at uh, Eden. Uh, he's been going uh, really well. Um, but I've gone with uh, Keanu from, from GTEC. Again, just had an epic game against us and their, their front row went real well. So gone with, gone with him. What about Sammy Knowles, 20 minutes off the bench last week? Yeah, yeah. I think if I'd been there in person, then maybe would have would have edged it in. But oh yeah, I mean, I haven't I haven't seen the hustlers play, but I'm always thinking about taking him, like just without <laughs> seeing him. What about your second? What about your second row, Smurf? You've obviously got one of your second rows sitting here. He's probably on the edge of his seat, wondering if he's going to get about to get selected. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I've gone with uh, with Tommy Northcott for one of the positions. He's just I don't, I think he'll still be lightning at the front of the lineup when he's forty. I mean, he might even be 40. He's been playing for that long. But I have gone for the big man, TC, uh, in my second oh. row. I uh, know, but a bit greasy, but yeah, he's playing some great footy. That's real um, greasy. I know, I know. <laughs> I didn't know that he was um, going to be on when you told me this team. But yeah, I've gone for the big man, TC. <laughs> he's been one of our best players this year. So, Take um, what I can get. <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the loose, um, I've gone with uh, Connor from the Raiders. He's really impressive against us. He sort of made some good line breaks, but also did all his, did some good work in the line out as well. And the other flank, I've gone with TJ from Marist. Yeah, I think he puts in a big shift. I've actually made him my captain as well, just based on some of his inspirational chat on on the potty a couple of weeks ago. I, don't, I sort of left that conversation quite barred up. And, you know, it's sort of, <laughs> That's what you want. Yeah, yeah, quite emotional. So, yeah, I had him as my other loose forward. And at eight, again, I found this a bit of a tough one. Uh, Jackie Cameron sort of missed a consistent for us. Always first up in the defensive line, but I've gone with... Um, Zane from um, from Eden he had a big game against us. Um, must have been last last week. That's my four pack. Yeah, nice. I might as well. I'll well give you my four pack now as well. Kept a little bit different to yours actually. I've gone with um, obviously again. I haven't seen you guys or GTEC play, so but I've gone um, Fraser Harrison from our team from the squids at prop. I think he's been best prop I've seen this year. He's been going pretty well. Come down from um, 105 kilos last year to 85, so he's, he's he's still playing like 105 kilo prop, which is pretty impressive. And before it gets too greasy, there are other people other than Squids, but number two, I've got Henry Parker from the Squids as well, just for his line-out ball. Hits the back, just loves it. Um, probably honourable mention there to John O'Willis from the Raiders. I think he was he was pretty tidy against us, but I think um, Parker gets him around the park. Uh, probably honourable mention, honourable mention, sorry to Ryan Smith as well, snapper. Number three, I've actually gone from Nathan from the Fars as well. I couldn't actually think who else, who else has really troubled us at scrum time, but he did a pretty good job. Um, I thought, if, if I've got the name correct, it was the tight head from the Fars when we played them. He went pretty good. So I've gone with him at three. It's a front row. Uh, number four, I've got Connor with the mullet in there, I think. I don't think he's got any place on the side of the scrum, Smith. I think he's just got to be in the dark room, number four. Does anyone know his last name, or is it just Connor with the mullet? Uh, I, look, I could probably find his last name out, but we'll just go Connor with the mother. I think it's, it's a distinct, distinguishing feature. I'm sure people know who we're talking about. Yeah, for sure. And then I've gone Tommy Northcott as well, just electric in there at number five. I think it'd be quite a good pairing, Connor and Tom, you know, just quite different players, but um, I think it'd be really good. It's sort of like your Sam Whitelock and your Brody Retallick kind of pairing. <laughs> and then I've gone on the side of the scrum, I've gone TJ, as you said, from Marist. I think he's a great leader. I think it'd be good to have out there, pretty solid at six. Um, seven, I've gone Joel Taylor from, from the Lizards. I didn't actually, I thought the Eden Packs was actually really good when we played them and I couldn't find spaces for a few of their other guys, but I definitely think Joel deserves a spot at seven. I think he's been playing bloody well. 
Um, and then number eight, I've gone for, I know he hasn't played too much footy this year, but he played against us at eight, and that's Tom Morrison from the Depths. Um, he was epic. He was probably, I definitely think he was their best forward out there on the day. He was a yeah. good ball runner, but he's strong. He actually played in the midfield against us, so that was sort of, um, yeah, I think it might have been his first game. Yeah, I think we actually let him off. Um, I think we actually got a little bit played in the game. We played them. Um, he weighed. He weighed over. I think he weighed like eighty six or something, or maybe eighty seven actually. And we had someone who was about three hundred grams over, so we did a one for one trade. But had I known he was an absolute machine, I probably wouldn't have done that. But yeah, fair play. Yeah, so he's in there at eight. What about your backline, Smith? Yeah, backline. Uh, so the nines. There's sort of been um, a couple of standouts that I've noticed this year, but I've, I've gone with Sparkles or, or Ryan Sparky Jones from the, the Hustlers. Um, he's just electric to the ruck, nice clean ball, and also brings a lot to the off-field as well. Uh, pound for pound goes really well really well on a boat race. Yeah, definitely a big mention to the Eden nine. I think it's uh, Tom um, um, Baker, I think. Um, but yeah, the, the nine from the Lizards, he, he was really good, really sharp. Again, quick to the ruck and just, um, yeah, it's sort of got their pack moving around at a lot quicker pace than, than other years. So, yep. Add 10, it's actually the last hustler I'll pick, but Jimmy Murray, for us, is probably the first name that probably goes down the, the team sheet, just steers the ship. Not, um, not, it's not Timmy Cotton? No, no. Nah, nah, no offence, Timmy. Jimmy Timmy's Murray. probably top. Yeah. Jimmy yeah. Murray could be playing professional rugby, let's be honest. Time and talent and 85's great. Real gentleman as well. Yeah, yeah. Hell of a nice guy. Gets a bit wild deep into the, the night with a, with a buttered chicken. But yeah, story for another day. Wing-wise, I've gone with, with two guys that I think just you put them one-on-one -on -one and they just go really well. And that's um, Corker. I know he plays a lot of fullback, but uh, he goes bloody well on the wing as well. And uh, Josh from, from Eden. He's still scoring bucket loads of tries. So, so that's my two wingers. Good luck containing them. Um, and in the midfield, I've actually um, doubled up on the, a bit of a G-Tech double here and gone with, with Joe, Mitai and uh, Lawton, Mikey Lawton at, at centre. Um, I just think they're both um, going, going really well. Fullback, probably not too much of a surprise. I do want to give a, um, a mention to Taha from G-Tech. Uh, when we played him, he, he had an epic game. He was just bouncing guys all over the show. But yeah, I think that if there's one form player at the moment, it's probably the pilot from, from uh, the Tony Farms. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Took the, took the words right out of my mouth, Smith. What are your thoughts on, on the, the teams to date, Timmy? What are you, anyone, anyone that's standing out is, is missing so far for you? Yeah, not too far off. I'm normally pretty focused on our own team. I sort of probably don't have the great peripherals to see what the other teams are actually doing. Yeah, what a professional. Like, uh, that's great. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, no, just all focus on the hussies. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, anyway, I've, my backline, I've gone um, 9 and 10. Yeah, I think as you said, Smurf, I, I was trying to think of his name before, but it is Tom Barker from the Lizards. I, I was honourable mention for him as well, but I've actually got Anton from our team in the end um, at 9. 10, I just can't go past AI. Maybe maybe slowing down a little bit, some people would would, would, would say, but um, I think he's, he's still good in terms of driving a team around the park and, and um, getting the ball into the back's hands. Um, so I've got Andy AI at 10. Um, 11, I've got, I've got a bit of a toss-up. I'm not really sure who to go with, but I've got either Harrison McPhail from DC's. He was really solid against us. Didn't drop a, didn't drop a seed. 
and just return with interest every time. So I thought he was pretty good. And then I've also got him bracketed with Jamie Pedford, but that's obviously pending pending his sanction. So he, that's pending availability. But I think he's, he's a bloody good player as well, apart from that. Um, so that's that's one wing. On the other wing, I've gone Josh Toyer. He's, he's one of my first people down inked on the paper as well from, from the Lizards. He's, he's solid. Um, and then in the midfield, I couldn't actually, I couldn't actually sort of think who would be my ideal 12. I want someone with a bit of pace outside AI, obviously. Um, so I've actually just gone the pilot at 12. I don't even know if he plays midfield, but I've just gone the pilot at 12 because he's obviously a great player. And I've also made him captain. Um, obviously, no surprises there. 13 outside the pilot, not that he'll get the ball, um, will be KP. Um, he's been playing some pretty good footy, wrecked up 50 games now. He's going, going really well. For us and then at the back at 15 at full back I've gone um, Corker, Corey Rackage so similar to yours um, but yeah I think it'd be a pretty intimidating team I reckon. Yeah looks good looks good I mean it's it's pretty hard because normally um, we actually play this game on an annual basis when we're selecting girls teams but you're allowed a lot more than 15 and you twice as many actually get to, to pick a lot of those honourable mentions and then have a good look at them in, in camp and stuff like that. So it's quite difficult. In camp. Uh, it's even, in camp. In you camp. make it sound like we're a professional. Uh, Auckland 85 seems a professional team. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is. Oh, we're waiting on the funding to come through. Again, it's one of those, probably one of those poking machine things. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's definitely a camp, I think. We're sort of six out. weeks of, of not, not socialising. But yeah, it's sort of... You're allowed out. North but. versus south type of thing, but uh, west versus east. Yeah, not, not, a, bad, not a bad idea there. East versus yeah. west could go all right. Where would Nolsey play, though? Oh, the well, definitely. Yeah, we're on the western motorway. Oh, geez. So you go, you're claiming west, eh? Okay, fair enough. Uh, but I actually had a couple of other honourable mentions. Um, Brad Martin from Pakaringa. I think he's the captain, potentially. I think he's a pretty good midfielder. Um, and... There's a couple of Fars backs. It's really hard to find um, the names of the guys who play for the Fars. They're pretty um, incognito when it comes to, to socialising their teams. I actually have no idea of any of their names, apart from the pilot, obviously. Um, yeah, yeah. No, they've got some um, good outside backs. I think one of them's actually called James Oliver, which is... Um, confusing. Yeah. Confusing, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Oh, well, we can chuck these up on social um, and then people can, can debate and um, abuse us for, for not picking them. That's fine. That'd be good. Anyway, we'll move along. We've got um, a couple more things to get through on the agenda, fellas. We've got the, up next, Timmy, you're back in the hot seat. We've got the Spates Rapid Quickfire. Um, you've obviously seen the questions. Pretty straightforward. We'll read them out. You give us the answers and uh, we'll go from there. Sweet as. Sounds good. All right. Um, what's the best ground you've played at Auckland uh, in, in the 85s grade? Uh, probably other than a um, sold-out spring stadium. Um, Always enjoyed playing at uh, Eden at Gribblehurst. It's a pretty good pitch, and um, we've had some pretty good results there in the last few years. So always enjoy going over there. Not too far from home either. Yeah, nice. Yeah, it's very it's very local to um, just the the bars of Kingston and like as well for like a Friday night game. It's always quite popular. I think they'd they'd be part of the uh, Western Western Conference as well. <laughs> uh, what about the worst ground? Don't, don't enjoy Marist, that wind that picks up and comes across the sea there. It's pretty awful and it's a long, long way running out of the tunnels. Um, same with Colin Maiden, um, pretty small changing sheds and a long way to run to the... Uh, it's small for the, they're small for the away teams, they're not, they're not small for the home teams. Yeah, I'm sure you guys get it good. <laughs> nice to uh, treat your visitors uh, with 
such respect. Well, at least we play at, at least we play at the club and not at Cox's Bay. That's what's been a for us. <laughs> what about best on those in goals at those in goals at Varsity on the number ten are just way too long. Uh, you could, oh, they're legal. Where the legends were training back in the day, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> they actually would have been quite roomy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we had two teams on that in goal. <laughs> what about the best on-field player you played against, Timmy? Uh, other than the pilot, Jared Martinovich last year, Stacey McStace, he was. Uh, pretty brutal um and then tom northcott over the years had some good lineup battles with him mikey lawson comes to mind but this year probably the guy that stood out most to me is uh, taha from the old boys as well nice um what about the best off-field player you've, you've come into 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 contact with well not necessarily physical contact but uh you've come across Pierre Pugh and the Hussies have put um, GY up there, but um, from other teams going around, Theo Gow, I think if you wind up on his shoulder for a night, it's going to be a memorable one. Um, he's always a good laugh and uh, keep, keeps you entertained. You guys played a bit of, bit of um, ponies footy together, didn't you? No, we, we went to play centre back in the day when we were little fellas and so bonded, bonded there and um, he was at pumps me under 20s and I was trying to drag him up to Hustlers for a while, but he, um, I think Roddy dragged him over to uh, GTEC, which is a bit of a loss for us, but was maybe a bit of a win. <laughs> <laughs> what about the biggest scrub you've played against in the grade? Um, other than the whole YTAC team, that uh, Eden number six, he's uh, caused us a few issues in the last few years. He was pretty good in the game that we just played against him, but um, he was trying to uh, hold me down to Give me penalised in one of the ruts, and um, is that Matt Keenan? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. He, he plays with us. He, he plays with us hard on the sleeve, doesn't he? Oh, for sure. He's handy. Uh, what about what about best club room for a post-match beer apart from your own? Honourable mention to Varsity. Always enjoy beer there. Got some good beers on tap, but uh, I think the um, balcony at G Tech with the sun sun in the evening is always pretty nice and yeah, beautiful. Good spot to watch some footy from as well. Yeah, yeah, it is very good. Oh, nice one, thanks for that, mate. Really, really good to to hear us hear some insight about the hussies and, and your time in the grade. Uh, so what have we got for the uh, Spates merch pack this week, Smith? Given we're we're sort of stuck in in level three at the moment, maybe we want to hear about who you want in your bubble. Maybe maybe if you can keep it guys that aren't in your own team, so sort of bring in from another team into your bubble. That's yeah, perfect. Yeah. You, know, you don't even have to know them. You can just tag them on, on the gram. It could be... Yeah, know. yeah. Maybe you just like... Um, make, make the yeah. first move. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, um, to be honest, I've been getting into Pav's Instagram um, since it's been in the, in the pod. And there's some great material in there. Never really spoken to him in person, but yeah, great material there. Uh, really enjoying Callum Shepard. I don't think that he realises that Beachland is actually part of Auckland, thus in level three. But yeah, so really enjoy um, some of his fishing videos. Yeah, yeah. Going back to Pam, I was actually I was actually talking to someone yesterday. I reckon top three, top three guesses I've ever come across. Top three. He just he goes for it. Maybe five nights a week. I reckon. Who would you get bubbled up with? I reckon I'd go for for Rodders from Old Boys. Offers quite good chat. Could potentially get a little bit annoying. I reckon, but um, I reckon I'd, I'd love to have I'd love to be locked on lockdown with uh with Rodders. Have a few beers. He's 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 really he's about all the good stuff about rugby. What about you, Timmy? Or would I be able to get Tim Eggers in my bubble? Yeah, you can have Eggers in your bubble. Yep, he's a he's a yeah. 
there's no rules. Yeah, keep you cosy with that uh, nice wool he's got on the top of his head as well. Yeah, nice. I'm sure he'll enjoy the shout out. All right, nice one, guys. Thanks for coming on to me. It's bloody good to have you on. I know you're a busy man these days, so we won't keep you much longer. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no worries. And Smurf, anything, anything else you need to add before we, before we head off? Nah, just hopefully um, everyone stays safe out there and hopefully uh, we're out of this schmozzle and into Level 2 next week. I think, yeah, there was a lot of prep done at the start of the year for Level 2, so hopefully uh, we get the green light next week and then we're, we're into it. Yeah, nice. Very good. All right, you guys enjoy your week and uh, hopefully we're into some, some, some sort of footy um, in, in a week or so's time. Cheers, boys.